0: The diversity, equity, and inclusion, or DEI space, is going to change. And here are the positives. 13 AGs send a letter on DEI to CEOs. On the heels of the U.S. Supreme Court's decision to outlaw affirmative action policies in college admissions, attorneys general from 13 states including Alabama, Arkansas, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, South Carolina, Tennessee, and West Virginia, all sent a letter to the 100 largest corporations in America, advising them they believe the ruling extends to private companies as well. In their letter, the group of attorneys general stated that their view that racial discrimination in employment and contracting is all too common among Fortune 100 companies and other large businesses. They warned that if a company previously resorted to racial preferences or naked quotas to offset its bigotry, that discriminatory path is now definitively closed. This is all in the letter. As a result of the Supreme Court's decision on SFFA versus Harvard, and that those companies must, quote, overcome their underlying biases and treat all employees, all applicants, and all contractors equally with regards to race. The letter provides specific examples of the ways in which employers allegedly engage in unlawful discrimination, such as, quote, explicit racial hiring quotas, unquote, and preferences for contractors with diverse staff or minority leadership. The attorneys general further criticized pledges by several major companies to foster diversity and support minority-owned businesses during the racial justice protests in 2020. Now, there's little doubt that corporate DEI policies in all forms will soon be challenged in the courts. Now, not many Latinos benefited from affirmative action. In the short run, the elimination of DEI hiring policies and supplier diversity programs will have a negative impact on the relatively small number of employees and small businesses that have benefited from these policies. However, the programs are far from perfect. Sixty years after the Civil Rights Act of 1964, Latinos remain the most underrepresented ethnic group in America's C-suites and boardrooms. And if you've ever attended a National Minority Supplier Development Council convention, you probably noticed that there weren't many Latinos in the room. Perhaps some of that is on us, but affirmative action has never worked especially well for Latinos. I just wanted to say that. Now DEI policies make it, in my opinion, too easy for certain companies. These are all my comments on that letter that the attorneys general sent. I've often said that corporate DEI policies make it too easy for companies. Most DEI executives are what I call one-tag generals. In other words, they have big titles, but rarely have a significant budget or staff. When I first started building NAREP, I visited many of the large companies in our industry. And I used to joke to friends that it seemed like most companies had executives whose only job was to deal with people like me. So let's be honest, For many companies, DEI has always been more about optics than about anything real. If the Supreme Court rules that race-based hiring and contracting practices are illegal, as I expect they will, companies will have to base their hiring policies on actual business strategies and not on quotas. Now That could create a paradigm shift in how companies view the issue. Bottom line, as far as I see it, is that companies who have hidden behind disingenuous DEI policies will have to find alternative ways to find diverse talent if they don't want to be embarrassed or if they want to compete in America's new mainstream economy. And it's about growth, stupid. Make no mistake. The 13 attorneys general and the critics of affirmative action are not trying to help minority groups. They don't believe their efforts will result in greater strategic investment in diverse communities, but that could very well be what is the outcome. The first rule of capitalism is capital flows where the growth is, and the data clearly shows that there's no doubt where the growth will come from. In 2019, for the first time in history, less than 50% of America's adolescents identified as white, and Hispanics were the largest non-white group by far. As Hispanics drive growth in almost every economic sector in America, DEI will have to evolve from a, quote, nice-to-have policy to an economic imperative for any company that is expecting to grow. Companies with executives, employees, and contractors who come from those communities and understand those cultural nuances will have a competitive advantage over those that don't. It's as simple as that. Thank you for listening to my blog, and here's some additional comments. You know, when I was writing this blog, I started to think that it sounds a little bit like I was supportive of the Supreme Court decision and of the letters that were sent by these attorneys general. And I'm not. I mean, I think it's it's unfortunate, but it's certainly not something that's designed to help the minority community. I had a business 10, 12 years ago called New Vista Asset Management, and it was during the foreclosure crisis. And the company managed and marketed um, bank-owned real estate. Many of these are single-family residences that were taken back in foreclosure. So people lost these homes. And we had a strategy to manage those properties and sell them back to owner-occupants, to people who were going to live in those properties, instead of just sending them and selling them to investors, which was usually the case. And we employed hundreds, if not thousands, of minority brokers during that period of time. Almost none of them would have had opportunity to participate in that side of the business. And I think many of them owe their success and maybe their their viability as a company today to what we were doing. So I'm proud of that. So I know these programs work and they have an impact. But if they went away tomorrow, I think that because so much has changed in the last 10 years, if you look at the way our economy is, is playing out, who is creating new businesses, who is buying the homes, who is growing from a, from a consumer standpoint? It's all coming from the Hispanic market and other diverse communities. So businesses are going to have to look at diversity in a very different way because they're going to have to look at it strategically. And they're going to have to look at it as a core market activity. And that's that's different than what many of them are used to. But what are they going to do? What's the alternative? They're going to have all-white companies. I mean, it's just not going to be a viable enterprise in a very new mainstream economy that we're entering into. So I do think that there's potentially some positives that are going to come from this. And I think that in looking at verse markets, in a more strategic way versus as just a compliance way or a regulatory way is going to, I think, illuminate a lot of data and a lot of opportunity to these companies. So I'm feeling a little bit optimistic as I think about it. I think there's going to be some pain in the short run. But in the long run, I think the future is ours. And I still do. So I look forward to that. So thank you for listening and uh, have a great week.